Welcome to Reflect the Life You Want, where we talk about not only how to survive, but to thrive. I'm your host, Tim Howard, man school strategist, former Army officer, successful Homes for Heroes real estate agent. This show will focus on living a life of greatness, of wholeness and completeness. This show will be talking about our dreams, our goals, and how to go about creating them. So join me to learn how to reflect and design the life you want to live. Welcome back to Reflect the Life You Want. I'm Tim Howard, your host, and I'm especially excited to have back together on our podcast my amazing co-author, Maria Spears, of the Mirror Book Project, and just uh, delighted to have you with us here again today, Maria. So welcome. I'm excited to be back. Anytime so, we get to talk about this project, it's, it's going to be a good time. Yes, absolutely. And anytime I get to spend with you and learn from you and hear about what you're learning and what you're sharing with others mm -hmm. is huge, huge impact to me. And I know it will be to our audience as well. Mm -hmm. So just for those who may not have tuned in previously, just quick background on what do you do, Maria Spears, and how do you help other people on a regular mm -hmm. basis? Yeah, so I am a self-worth strategist with the Women's School and a mindset coach. And I also have a Vienna Women's Ministry, so I do some speaking and singing. So those uh, are the main things coupled with the podcast and our book. Yeah. yeah. So the Girl Water Your Grass podcast mm -hmm. listeners, you want to go check that out and hear Maria and her uh, dear friend, Mar Mary Catherine Wathen. Mm -hmm. And great, it's geared towards women, but guys, it's a great podcast for you to benefit from as well. So I encourage you to go check that out. So we were talking recently, um, for our listeners, we, we have a weekly Zoom call as we're collaborating on our book project, which is Making Progress. And we, we, we encountered an issue recently um, with someone that's of significance in our lives and, and something that we were trying to understand how to help make sense of and how to also help to process that for them. And you have this phrase of saying something, I'll let you say it, wow. that I just thought was so powerful. And I was thinking, oh, that would be a perfect episode to talk about. So yeah. just share what that was. Yeah. So one of the things that I have come across a lot in the coaching sphere is there, the tendency to we're either it's either this or it's that. And we, we kind of have a tendency to throw the baby out with the bathwater, right? And so something that I started realizing was, you know, people would be like, oh, well, I can't read that because it has this in it. And, and, and I disagree with that. And I started realizing, wait a second. What if, though, in life, we were kind of miners of the gold? And so what I constantly say to myself and what I started saying to the ladies I'm working with is, you guys, take the gold, leave the dirt. You know, we, I, I would send them a podcast. I'm like, listen, I don't agree with everything in this podcast, but take, have a discerning mind, take the gold, leave the dirt. And that concept is, you know, when you think about that in, in terms of your life, man, it's a game changer. Well, when you first said that to me, I said, oh, wow, that is so powerful. And I said, other people got to hear this. We, we got to talk about this because in the context of what you were sharing with me that we we're talking about, I said, oh, that's so true. It's mm -hmm. so true. And then we started talking about where does this fit in the mirror book? Because I said, this is too good. This We got to integrate this into the book. So you had a thought about that. You want to share that? Yeah. yeah. So I feel like this concept initially, it could go in any almost 
any of our different chapters. But the one that really stood out to me was, okay, when I'm in a place where taking the, when I just want to completely either one or all, you know, like, okay, I'm just not going to read it at all. I'm not going to learn it all because it has that one piece in there that I disagree with. Um, I realize that I'm usually, when I feel that resistance, there's, is coming from a place of fear. Well, perfect love casts out fear. So when I started thinking about it, I, I just, you know, I was like, oh, this goes in the love chapter. Because if we're coming from a place of love, we can pay attention to the resistance and say, okay, wait a second. Why am I putting so much resistance in here? What am I afraid of? What am I afraid of if I actually look at this and I say, okay, maybe I, I don't agree, agree with his whole philosophy or maybe I disagree with her thoughts on this, but she is saying something that is true on this. And so it's really a beautiful skill set coming from a place of love to be able to take the gold, extract the gold, and to lead the dirt. And I, even as you're just talking right now, I was thinking about, you know, in the context, if I were having a conversation one-on-one -on -one with someone, that can I keep in my mind this idea that I love you in the moment? Mm -hmm. um, Og Mandino in his book, The Greatest Sales in the World, he used to talk about, you know, um, I will greet this day with love in my mind. And every person I encounter just silently say to myself, I love you. So my, within me, my mindset and orientation is I'm showing love to the other person, no matter what that encounter is. And you and I speak to about this idea that in every interaction is gift. Yes. And you've taught me to inspire, encourage, elevate, create contribution, but also stay open to receiving. And this concept around take the gold and leave the dirt I have to stay open to receiving. I can't block out everything just because I don't agree with this one perspective. Right. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, it, it can be very uncomfortable. I, I, I find that that has been probably one of the latter skills for me to learn to do because that was so uncomfortable. And, and the reason it's uncomfortable is we, we get in these, you know, our comfort zone is, is the places that the things that we do every day and, the things we think every day, you know, it's staying in that space because those are become wirings in our brains and our brains really operate out of this space of, that is twofold. Number one, it wants to keep us alive. And number two, it wants to make things work efficiently, which aids in keeping us alive, right? Don't die. And so whenever we deviate from that, it's going to feel uncomfortable and learning to be able to say, okay, I can, I can be present here and be open and be receptive but I don't have to take everything that's being offered to me, but I can listen and I can be present, which again is another way of loving people well. Absolutely. And you've taught me that uh, just by how you show up in the presence that you create when you're interacting, whether it be with me, or I see you interact with other people. You, you have an incredible ability just to be fully present and show mm -hmm. that. Uh, and that is total expression of love. So that's beautiful. So when we think about, we tie this back into the coaching world with mm -hmm. you as a woman's school strategist, me as a man's school strategist. In where do you think it best fits in the context of what we're teaching other people? What, where mm -hmm. does that fall? Yeah, so I think something that we talk about in the women's school is we say, you know, two of the most dangerous words you can say is I know. And because when you go into, I know you shut down your brain from learning, you shut down, you know, a space of receptivity. It's like, Oh, I know, I know, I know I got this right. There's no openness in that. 
And so in the way of coaching, if I am coming from a place of, I can always learn from someone, from everyone, literally every person I encounter can teach me something. And so it becomes a very tangible way to work on humility, right? To recognize, hey, I don't know everything. Yeah. <laughs> right? And I'm going to make mistakes along the way. And it's going to be a constant process. And, and, and so I think part of it is, as a strategist, as a coach, is, is recognizing that, okay, I also have to always remain open and create space for learning for me personally. And hone in on that skill set to also be able to draw that out of the people that I'm working with, right? To make them aware. Because very often, again, our minds, we like to either be over here or over there. And the idea of, you know, what if I could, um, you know, what, what, if it, what if it's actually a both and? What if it doesn't have to be an either or? And many, many times, there are a lot of things in our life. It actually can be a both and rather than an either or. Yeah, we, you and I were having a conversation around coaching, how like when we're in this space of um, wanting to move beyond being that coaching space and take more action or confront or challenge and having to stay in that space, yeah. it truly is... Um, you know, creating that space for that them to discover for themselves mm -hmm. the answers that they have within themselves, but guide them through via the model or some other methodology yeah. to help them understand that. And how we as coaches, we have to be very, very highly skillful at <laughs> struggling with seeing, you can kind of sometimes see their mind and where we might go, but maybe they're not ready to go there yet. Yeah. and help them at this stage of what they're seeing where they want to throw the baby out with the bathwater because mm -hmm. they're struggling with a concept versus they truly can honor this piece of what they're learning or taking yeah. in, but they don't necessarily have to hold on to this other thing. They don't have to shut down everything just mm -hmm. because they don't agree with one piece. Totally. And it's amazing, I think, when you come at it from that space too because – Number number one, it really does just create so much space for growth, you know, and, and just for a little bit more knowledge. And one question that I love to ask my myself, and I also love to ask ask my my ladies that I'm coaching is, you know, what if I'm wrong about that? Yeah, yeah. You know, what if what if you're wrong about that? What if the and, opposite is true? Right. What if the opposite is true? I mean, both of those questions are such good things to put say, wait a second. And the reason being is, you know, don't believe everything you think and don't believe everything you feel, right? Because just because we're thinking or just because we're feeling it doesn't make it true. And even if we're thinking it and it is true, maybe there's a better thought that's true that would have a better outcome in our lives, right? And so I think there's a tendency to want to take what we think or feel and say, well, that's true because I feel this and I think this, instead of really creating space to say, okay, wait a second, what is true in this, you know? And um, what is the gold in this? What can I learn from this? How can I grow from this? And it, it is, it's, it's, I think, a daily learning process of taking the gold and leaving the dirt from a place of receptivity and love. Absolutely. I, I was just thinking about, you know, you and I have 
have a great deal of interest both in the, some of the learnings we've had from Dr. Caroline Leaf, who talks a lot about rewiring our minds, mm -hmm. uh, neuroplasticity, and you and I have kind of become these neuroscience geeks where we want to learn as much as we can about wow. these concepts. But it really is, you know, sometimes what we believe and we think is conditioned a lot by our family of origin, our mm -hmm. life experience, and our capacity to stay open to a new idea that even though it may not line up perfectly with what mm -hmm. we think or we even want to think, but the yeah. possibility that we can learn from this mm -hmm. other perspective, this other person has, that if we don't stay open to hearing it, how are we going to grow? Because all we know is what we know. Okay. Totally. You know, and I think the other part of that is it also gives you an insight into other people. I think that when we stay in an open space and we really give people a chance to share and, and we're, we're open within that, not being closed off and defensive, you learn more about the other person. You have a different insight and you're listening more to understand rather than to just reply and prove why they're wrong, which is a totally different headspace and heart space. Yeah, I think, you know, a lot of people read the book, uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And, uh, you know, Stephen Covey wrote, you know, seek first to understand, then to be understood. Well, a lot of people didn't realize that's a biblical principle. Yeah. Um, but Bill Schneider's uh, master coach in the man school, and you know his wife, Angela Schneider, is a woman's school strategist and dear friend. And with of you, you know, two things. That one, he, he talks a lot about that the highest virtue might be just humility and being mm -hmm. open to learning from other people. Um, but that you can learn from anybody at any time. Um, but he, what he always emphasizes with me and others is get curious. Yes. Like, so something confronts you that just doesn't square with what you're thinking or is landing mm -hmm. on you in a way that doesn't feel right. Yeah. Is rather than getting defensive or shutting down or mm -hmm. blocking out is get curious and ask a better question. Yeah. It's yeah. like, how do I stay open to hearing what this person is saying to me, mm -hmm. even though it's conflicting within me, but ask a question in a way that I can learn more. It's like, okay. Yeah. Oh, whatever I said didn't land right or whatever I heard didn't land right. I want to know more because mm -hmm. it may just be me. I'm receiving this information in a way that mm -hmm. it doesn't square with what I think is right but maybe I'm not really understanding. And you and I have had conversations like that. We've, yeah. we, we've mm -hmm. had to go deeper. We've had to go further. Like the initial reaction was like, ah, this doesn't feel right. I don't like how I'm thinking about that. And we have mm -hmm. conversations and we go deeper and have greater understanding. Oh, That's okay. Now mm -hmm. I see where you're coming from. I now, I, you know, maybe mm -hmm. the word choices uh, in the conversation still could have been better or more effective but if we would have shut down with one another, we might not have had the opportunity to learn more by gaining deeper understanding and a deeper perspective yeah. for one another. Yeah, and I think the more that, you know, the more that we approach that, I love that the curiosity idea. Something that I love to say to my ladies is, okay, let's just play. Let's play with the idea. What if, right? What if you could learn something here? What if there's something you don't know about this? You know, what if, what if you're wrong? What if the opposite is true? What, and, and getting, because when we're in a headspace of a curiosity and play, then your brain's not scared. 
right? Whereas otherwise, sometimes we can, our brain can go into this space of we can start to feel shame or we want to shut down or we just are like, no, I, you know, that's scary, whatever. And when you are in a place of curiosity or play, it's a totally different experience. You can receive what the other persons are saying and be like, oh, or even yourself. Wait a second. Why am I having that reaction? That's so interesting. So rather than judging your internal response, just get curious and play with the idea of like, huh, interesting. Why did I get mad when they said that? <laughs> yeah. What, what am I making this mean about myself that may not have anything to do with me? Yeah, there's a question uh, I learned in um, my real estate business is use this kind of magic wand kind of concept uh -huh. and say, well, if, if it could go the way you would imagine it to go perfectly, what would that look like? Mm, I love that. So it's like, you know, okay, if this isn't working and you don't like that, mm -hmm. what would it look like? And I think mm -hmm. that kind of suspends everybody from what's currently happening and gets yes. them in this imaginative space where, oh, okay. So if it went like that, that would work. And then the ability to dig into maybe those thoughts and those feelings beneath that to have deeper understanding is a, a another way to look at it. I like that. Yeah. So wave that magic wand. I And I think another thing, uh, it's, it's difficult for some people at times to, they have a preconceived notion of what the end state's going to be, mm -hmm. or, you know, they have an outcome in mind. Um, and as soon as something that they run into doesn't square with that exactly, they stop. Yes. And you and I both know we've learned that, okay, when we run into resistance, once we began to take massive action towards a goal that we have or moving forward, it yeah. may not go exactly the way we thought it was going to go, but it becomes very clarifying when we start to take action and say, okay, well, maybe we need to go a little bit more in this direction, but we're still moving forward. Yes. You talk a lot about it in uh, your personal life around um, keep living, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and clarity, you know, Action breeds clarity. So, you know, I think sometimes we'll, we'll stand, we will get paralyzed and we just stand looking at, the, you know, well, God, please open this door or man, well, something good just happened or whatever. And sometimes it's like, actually, the door's unlocked. Why don't you just open the door? <laughs> Why don't you just walk through it, you know? Yeah. And, and a lot of times we do gain clarity through just taking action. Um, Mel Robbins, who she's an entrepreneur and author and speaker and something that she says she has this kind of like five second five role. seconds yeah. yeah and she talks about just you know five four three two one go and 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 there literally is a, is a brain trigger within within doing that um she goes through kind of the science of it but it, it's really powerful when you are kind of staying at the space and you're maybe it's a phone call for a client that you need to make a, a call to that and you're kind of scared to or maybe it's a tough conversation with someone uh you know, whatever it is, maybe it's, it's starting on writing your book or whatever, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And just, okay, five, four, three, two, one, and take action. And that action taken, then once you're in action, it, it does become very clarifying. You start to know, oh, okay, I need to turn right over here. I need to shift this the way I said that. Uh, it, it breeds a lot of clarity. Yeah. Well, I think the idea of take the gold and leave the dirt, um, we can bring to bear in a lot of things, but I, 
I really appreciate how you tied that back in the mirror book and the acrostic mm-hmm. to the love chapters that, mm-hmm. and the awareness that, you know, if we're in that state where things don't make sense to us or we're struggling to agree with something mm-hmm. that may be rooted in something in fear, yeah. and we replace fear with perfect love. Mm-hmm. So I think that is just an incredibly beautiful concept to take the gold, leave the dirt, mm-hmm. uh, and have replace um, fear with love, because they can't they can't coexist at the same time. Uh-uh. Yeah, in our minds or the other thing, um, the concept that you said earlier that you teach in the women's school, this idea of both and mm-hmm. bring that to something that's like really practical. Like for our listeners, what does that look like in terms of if they're trying to reflect the life they want, what would be something that could be both and in yeah. someone's life? So both and, a good example, something I, actually one of my clients were talking about earlier this week is, what if you could fail mm. and be really successful? Yeah. Because for her, it was an either or, you know, yeah. why I'm either successful or, or I'm failing. And, um, it was such a fun conversation. Actually, no, it was probably about two or three weeks ago and something that kept coming up for her. And I loved it. And, and, you know, I just posed that question. I was like, well, what if it doesn't have to be either, or what if it actually is a both and, you know, what if you can totally fail flat on your face and be the most successful woman in the room, you know? Yeah, and you and I both know someone, uh, some coaching training I've been involved in that is highly, highly successful and was struggling with that same concept and how, you know, our definition of failure and what we think about. And and so for so much of us, we we make it about ourselves. We self-identify something as opposed to actually the only true failure is not trying or quitting. Yes. Right. Mm. You know, I, it always reminds me. So I, I am a big Sarah Blakely fan. She's the creator of Spanx and something that she, she, the story she tells, and I, I listen to this usually like once every couple months, just to remind me, um, but she tells this story where she said, you know, growing up, her and her brother, they'd come to the kitchen table and their dad would always ask, okay, what did you feel at today? And they had to have something that they failed at. And, and he would be like, awesome, way to go. And he'd high five them. And, and what she said was like, you know, cause someone asked her, how are you so successful? And it, it was, well, if you don't feel failure, the sky's the limit. You know, you can't keep someone who's not afraid of failure down. You know, they just going. And so taking out that fear and, and celebrating those failures and saying, good job. Man, like you know, that, that was a celebratory moment in her house was if you failed. That's powerful. Well, that thought just there triggered a thought for me around something we teach in the woman's school and the man's school. We teach about going for impossible dreams. Yes. And this idea that if, if, if there was nothing holding you back, like there was n- nothing you would fail at, what would you go for? Mm. and like the ability to just go for what really just scares the crap out of you at the yes. same time excites you. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that you want to go for. Yeah. So how does that show up with some of your ladies and coaching? Oh man. You know, it's funny because when we talk about um, stretch dreams, possible dreams and impossible dreams, and 
and we kind of go through those different categories of what fits in where. And when it comes to the impossible dream, a lot of times they'll, they'll be like, ah, I don't even want to put it down, <laughs> you know, because it just seems so out there. But that's also, we use a really, really cool tool in the man school and the woman's school uh, called the 145 DGA. And it stands for, uh, you know, your, your D is your dream, your G is your goals, and your A is your action steps. And it's a very, very practical way to walk with our clients through those those dreams and goals and and um with the impossible ones you know even just putting that in the dreaming space for some is like oh gosh this scares the heck out of me and it also excites me and <laughs> and it also doesn't even seem possible but what's beautiful is when you start to break it down and you start to realize that usually one of those steps one of those goal posts i like to call the uh, the goals are kind of our goalposts, right? That they're for those those four pillars to get to your dream. And so one of those pillars is usually your self-image, what you believe about who you are. Because if you don't believe that you can, you know, that you can step into becoming more, if you don't believe that you can level up and be the kind of person that could get to that dream, right? Then you're right, you won't. But the steps to get to that belief take time and something that um, a couple, actually on Girl and Water Your Grass, we talk about also in, in my MDMM, which is a, it's just a little small million dollar mastermind we have. Um, but we talk about this idea of the, the passage of time. And there's something to be said of just, it's a passage of time to get to, to those spaces. And sometimes we have this, well, I have to have it by tomorrow or yesterday, you know, we don't really like, forget it all. I'm never going to get it. <laughs> and, and usually the best things in life take time, you know, but it takes consistency. Well, I want to honor you. I remember when I first got involved with the man school and I was working on this for myself mm -hmm. to, um, struggling with the idea of going from this impossible dream and making it something more concrete. And you, you walked me through that process because uh, mm -hmm. you're highly, highly skilled at it and coaching others. I said, well, you just helped me with this and how powerful that was. Mm -hmm. So it's like now I can walk guys through that because I understand it's like, oh, okay. It just doesn't have to be like something I, I can't envision. It's like, okay, what can I, what's the right next step? Yes in each of these four goals that I need to focus on that can help um, mm -hmm. myself. And self-image is a huge part of what I have chosen to focus upon yeah. in my own life. And mm -hmm. you have experienced those changes in me, even as we've collaborated mm -hmm. together, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. So, well, this has been an amazing conversation and I'm hopeful that people will remember Maria Spears and this concept of take the gold and leave the dirt. Because I think it is so powerful that we, um, you know, perfect love does cast out fear. Mm -hmm. And if we can be open and receptive to other people, other ideas, we might actually learn something from someone that we don't agree with, we think, on the surface. 100%. Yeah. So <laughs> it's been amazing to have you here today to share these ideas just lay out for our listeners, I really want them to know and understand how do they connect with Maria Spears, whether it be for mm -hmm. as a woman's school strategist, uh, the Girl Water Your Grass podcast, or your band and music ministry, his own. How do we best get in touch with you? Yeah, so my website where I'll connect those together is actually work in progress right now. Uh, but you can find me on social media. 
for one thing, you know, connect with me on LinkedIn, connect with me on Instagram, it's just at Maria Spears, or you could also go to our website for our podcast, which is Girl Water Your Grass. We do have a monthly newsletter we send out, which is some good tips on growth. And you can also go to thewomanschool.org and you can learn a little bit more about what we do through that coaching process. Uh, and then my, my women's ministry for the music and speaking is BeHisOwn.com. And it will be coming soon where you'll be able to have a one-stop shop <laughs> to be able to have access to all those. All those things, yeah. yeah. Well, it's just been a huge privilege and honor to have you on the ReflectAlifeYouWant.com. And you, of anyone I know in my life, truly embody going out and reflecting the life you want. You're just living mm-hmm. life with intentional. You're creating the life you designed for yourself that you want, and you're going after what mm-hmm. you believe you want in life. And I just keep cheering you on. I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. And it's just been a huge honor to have you on the podcast you today. So well, it's been such an honor to be here. I appreciate you and all you're doing to serve everyone out there with us. So all right. Well look forward to the next time you're able to be on with us as a guest. Until now there, everybody go out there and reflect the life you want.